All righty. Another week. Welcome into the wrap on NRM Streamcast right here in the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. Tom Mazaway back with my partner Clarence Black and Ethan Perlman in the house. So uh, it's a good time, fellas. Welcome back. To my man CB, how was what your up? how was your little trip? It was good. man. How was your vacation? It, it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, training with America's America's bravest. Wouldn't call man. it a vacation, but uh, we got a lot of good work in, man. We, you know, we've been hit with COVID like everybody else, but luckily, you know, everybody got trained and uh, it, things went real well, man. So I saw that picture you here. sent me of that helicopter. <clears throat> oh, that's an Apache, baby. That's that a, is American air dominance. Now it's supposed to be. Two people are supposed to fit in there? Oh, yeah. Two humans? No, they fit. They, they're they snug. Don't now, get me wrong. Now, can you fit in there? Oh, hell no. 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 <laughs> you should have seen this very, thing. Hey, look, I can fit in very few of uh, of America's uh, of America's vehicles, put it to you like that. <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if they do get me in there, I am I am snug. Take about two, three people to get me out. It's like an Apollo, like getting, <laughs> getting in a rocket for you. Hey, welcome back, man. We Thanks, missed you. Man, I appreciate you it. You didn't miss a hell of a lot here, really. You know, it's just sports as it is. <laughs> I uh, missed it's, every... it's, it's Groundhog Day, bro. It's been crazy, though. Yeah. I've been, you know, I've been, I was catching it here and there, man. I, I, You know what? The thing that blew me away is how about Justin Fields? Like, yeah. you're a projected. He's going to make his own league. You're going to be a top five pick. You know, Why they wanna, play? They want to play. These That's guys want to play. Him and Lawrence, I'm like, they went to the opposite way of where yeah. I thought they'd go, And man. we said Bananas. that last week. We had Ivan Mazel on from uh, Sports Illustrated. It used yeah. to be Sports Illustrated. Now ESPN.com. Uh, big college football guy. Yeah, I heard and, the show. Nice and he show, was saying, man. he was saying, yeah, these players want to play. And I'm like, my man said, you know, that's not not the way it's going to happen. Hey. We we got it wrong, I guess. Well, I'm Unless trying to get doing a, a power. I got play a for uh, Barry Gardner man played at Northwestern, played with the Eagles. You know, I'm trying to. He's got an agency. I'm uh, trying to get him on with us next week to try to talk Good. about that because they're encouraging kids now to start the training window. They're wow. basically like, if you're a first or second round pick, like, what are you doing? And and you know what I love eat? I love seeing all the pictures of the campuses. Like literally, it's like, hey, got back to school on got got to school on Sunday. Nobody's there. But they got to school on Sunday, and then they're showing parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like everybody's like, I saw a like, bunch hey. of those. And it's I forget who it was. It was the funniest. It was the funniest shit. They had um they had all the like a list of all like I guess the the welcome back rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it was like it's like you know social distance like no parties blah blah blah. Man. And it's like it's like a party within like ten hours of everybody getting back. They're like yeah. the welcome back party. These kids don't care. They don't. They're like you well, know, kind of like uh, some baseball players. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Detroit Tigers coming up now at nine and eleven. They've lost uh, they've lost a few in a row, six straight after that nine and five start, and they get the uh, White Sox tonight. But the story is. Uh, a couple of young guys, three young guys coming up to play finally. And for more on this, we go to Chris Bukowski from the Detroit News covering the Tigers for a long, long time after he covered the Pistons back in the day. How are you, Chris? I'm good, Tom. How are you guys doing? Doing good. We got Ethan Matt. here and Clarence. What's up, man? Okay. Good to hear from you guys. Good to hear from you, man. How's the excitement now as a Tiger fans? Uh, we're still in the playoff hunt, Chris, but uh, we've got some people coming up. We got Tarek Skubal going tonight, Casey Mize going tomorrow, and Isaac Paredes yesterday with a with a couple of RBIs. Which was, tell us about them all. Well, I don't know what you want to know. I mean, people have been waiting a long time to see them. Um, I just hope that there's some perspective, you know, to go with this. You know, they're not going to just come in and uh, not going to roll off about. 15 wins in a row or anything because of it. But they are high-end talent, and uh, it's the start of the, the, the new run to, toward contention for the Tigers. 
What took so long, by the way? I mean, uh, people were asking Al Avila for a long time, you know, what's going on? And he said, um, you know, they're not coming up. They're not ready. They're not ready. Why all of a sudden are they ready? Well, it's not all of a sudden, yeah. for one thing. <laughs> I know. There's no one left. <laughs> it's been a process. Yeah. Um, the, whole, the whole thing, you know, when you have a cutoff spring training, you have a three-month break, you have, uh, you know, a, a summer camp, which is just ridiculous in a sense. You've got three weeks to get ready for a season, and all you're doing is playing inter-squad games and live batting practices. Um, none of that was conducive to, to trying to rush young arms into, into, this, into this situation. And also... Derek, you know, had COVID, you know, so he was, he was really under, he, he didn't do anything for a month to try to get healthy. Right. So he's way behind. Alex Fido had it too, so he's way behind. He's not even here yet. So uh, a lot of things going to that. And, and the other, the more thing, important thing is, you know, why? Why, why rush him in a, in a truncated season that's not going to mean anything? This is an outlier year. Sure. You know, these 60 games are just for the entertainment value. Nope. Nothing else. Really, so I think I think Ellis patient, and I think he was wisely patient. Chris, uh, Ethan here. I'm wondering, you know, you get Scooball, you get Mize, you get Prades up. Um, they get some game experience now uh, over these next few days. Could the Tigers be looking at kind of copying what the the Chicago White Sox did with their formula of letting some of their younger guys get experience and then signing them to? Uh, franchise-friendly contract extensions for seven, eight years where they then don't have to worry about going through arbitration in uh, future years and making sure they lock up the, the core of their team for the foreseeable future? Well, that's never been their MO. Um, and the other thing that throws a monkey wrench into that is that the collective bargaining agreement is going to be redone after next season. So... I'm not sure even that the agents of these players are going to want to do that at this point. They want to see what the financial structure is going to be in the new agreement. Um, I think, I mean, if the Tigers could do that and lock those guys up through arbitration and, and save the kind of money that the White Sox did on some of these guys, uh, yeah, they do it in a heartbeat. But I think the, the, just the, the logistics of it and the timing of it's not going to work out that way. All right, Mac. So I just got home. <clears throat> You got to. You got to just. I need you to put this as honestly as humanly possible. That's how I do it, man. Okay, look, <laughs> listen, man. Hey, I'm. I, it was cute at first. It was like, okay, Indians are having their. You know, they're having their little time. They're having their little run. But now we're to the. We're damn near to the point of absurdity. What What do we not understand about this whole Indians issue? Because it's their losses are getting ridiculous, dude. Only what twenty are, straight. What are what's What are we missing, Mac? Help me out, man. Well, I mean, what you're missing is it's one team that was in the playoffs and was contending and at the, at the, the height of their powers, basically, at a time when the Tigers were in the crapper. You know, they were, they were in total rebuild and had blown it all up. And, um, you know, I mean, this is extreme. 20 losses, obviously. It's yeah, only, Matt. I mean, there's only one streak more than that. Right. So, Orioles, yeah, Kansas City. Gross. You know, it's gross, but uh, it, it, it's just a kind of, it's a perfect storm of what I just said. It, you know, the one team was going one way, the other team was going the other, and uh, <laughs> that's the result. But, I mean, at this point, what is the vibe like now? I mean, are, are the players just firmly aware of it? I mean, two of the three games oh, weren't even close. Listen, this is, this, is a, this is from last year to this year. That's what it right. is. Right, that's, that's all. That's what it's contained in. <clears throat> so, you know, I went through it. I tried to talk to as many guys as I can. Oh, I wasn't even aware of that. Oh, I wasn't even aware of that. Really? 
Well, that many. They kicked your butt that many times in a row. Jeez. Yes, look it up. You know, but so that baseball players, man, that's how they're trained. No, I mean the athletes are trained that way. You got to have short memories. You know, right? right. You, you win or lose, you got to go play the next day. So that's how they're conditioned, and, and it's probably uh, probably good for their psyche at this point that they that you forget those losses right away. <laughs> Chris McCoskey, Detroit News, joins us here on the wrap. Tom Azaway, Clarence Black, Ethan Perlman. Uh, so twenty in a row. The record's twenty three. That's you don't really want to touch that if you don't have to. They got no, three with the Whites. I know. I, we've been close with history in the past. We, we try to stay away from it. The 16, 62 Mets and all. We can go on and on, but oh, yeah. we, we don't want those. But 23 in a row when the Orioles beat Kansas City back in 69 and 70. Back in the day, remind me, refresh my memory, when the Tigers had those T-shirts that we owned the Central. As a matter of fact, I still have a couple at home. How we, Didn't they dominate the Indians then? Yeah. Yeah, they did not to this degree, obviously right. not to this degree, but they did. They did. They and I and I put that in the story I wrote before the Indian season. I had the, the yearly breakdown, and, and the Tigers did. They had they had great numbers against the Indians. Were like they were like their little brothers there for a while. Yeah. And now it's just totally flipped. Hey, tell us a little bit about what we what we think we could expect tonight from uh, Tarek Skubal and then Casey Mize tomorrow. Yeah, well, Tarek is, is limited. He's only going to maybe 50 pitches. If, if it's real speed, maybe a little bit more than that. But he, he's not fully built up yet. So you're going to – I mean, he's electric, man. Oh, yeah. He, he throws left-handed 90s, up 90s. He's got really good secondary pitches. Um, and he's, he's fun to watch. He's, he's real – the first time he pitched in spring training in Lakeland, yeah. I, I talked to a, a brave scout, and uh, he, he pretty much despises everything Tigers – and he was blown away by him. You know, he was like, "Oh my goodness!" You know, look at this. He's a special talent. Mike is more refined, more polished. Uh, he's obviously stretched out, so he can go. It's a full start for him. No, no limitation, other than you know, productivity. Um, he's much more polished. He's got more of a. He's not as overpowering, but he's got some nasty stuff to. The split finger pitch and, and and some of his other pitches are, are are plus. You know they're elite pitches, so it's gonna be fun to watch those two for sure. Do you think Casey? Let's we'll stick with him right now. Do you think he's a guy that's gonna stick for the rest of this truncated year? I think they both are. Yeah. I think that was the whole point of waiting and, and making sure that when they did come up, it wasn't gonna be a yo-yo thing. They're gonna come up and stay up. And what's the closer situation look like right now for the Tigers? I mean, it's, it's supposed that. to be Jimenez, right? Jimenez? It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Joe's, Joe's the closer. Soto is Soto and Buck Farmer, who will be coming back Wednesday um, from the injured list. They're, they're the setup guys. That hasn't changed. That's actually been one of the more stable uh, parts of the team. And it, the problem is it's getting overworked now because the starters aren't going deep enough. So the bullpen's going to start failing because it's overtaxed. Right. Chris, uh, I want your thoughts on this because I, I do have my thoughts when it comes to this. Guys like Daniel Norris and Tyler Alexander, they've had the experience of pitching out of the bullpen, pitching in the rotation, and I think we've clearly seen that pitching out of the bullpen, their their ability to come into the game and actually have a positive effect has been more out of the bullpen than starting. Is this a time where the Tigers finally can just say, let's stick them in the bullpen and, you know, they can piggyback off of other starts or they can give us multiple innings out of the bullpen? Or are they still planning on trying to, to start these guys? No, there's only five starters in a rotation, and they've brought up those two guys. Uh, 
and Nova's going to come back off the injured list too. So, no, I think what, what this move signifies is that Norris and Alexander are staying in the bullpen mm-hmm. unless, unless you know, they need a spot start or they need something on when the doubleheaders start piling up or something like that. Um, I don't think – I think I think Norris was an effective starter at the, at the end of last season. I think, he, I think you know, granted it was three innings at a time, but he was uh, – he was good in that role, and he had all the things that we talked about, the, the virus and everything. He hasn't gotten his feet under him yet, and he, I think he can be a decent starter. But, you know, the, the plan all along, they got two more guys coming, Mize and Saito, that are going to be in the rotation too by next year. So I think um, <laughs> I think the future of Norris and Alexander both are in the bullpen now. I think that's clearly been stated. Does that make the Norris trade kind of like a, a moot point at this point? No, because Boyd. I mean, Boyd. Boyd's going to work through this. I mean, they got, they got for a guy that they weren't going to keep. They got two guys that you know have have pitched for them. And Boyd is, is you know, de facto the ace this year. So and he's going to he's going to figure stuff out too. And he had a, he had a good stretch last year. Was their best pitcher last year. So right. I mean, I wouldn't call it a wall. I wouldn't call it a waste or a, a, not yet at a least. Bust, but but they weren't going to keep Price anyway. So. Right. He didn't want to be here anyway. I. No, they weren't going to pay him. They weren't going to pay him at that point. They were they were in the whole trim the payroll and you know get rid of all the asset mode. Hey, before we look forward, I want to ask you about this whole season. But let's go back in time a minute when the Tigers were still contending and they hired Brad Ausmus. And I'm sure you've been asked this a million times. What if they had Ron Garden hire at that point? Well, was Victor Martinez going to stay young? Was you know was Miggy going to stay productive? Was if Gardy was there, you know what I mean? There's a yeah, lot of things that I happened. It. It, had, it, it had nothing to do with Brad Osmond. So I, I cannot pin that on Brad Osmond. I really can't. I mean, people can if that's convenient. That makes them feel better. But the, the bottom line is guys that they brought in here, you know, the Joe Nathans and the, and the people like that that faltered, Benoit and guys that faltered in, in, in right. those years, you know, that's not on the manager. Yeah. So I, I just, I mean, that's an easy, that's an easy out. Sure. I'm not taking. That's a fan it. talk. I mean, right. that's yeah. what I'm talking I mean, as. I mean, I think Gardy would appreciate the opportunity. Sure. No <laughs> doubt. Know? But uh, I don't, I don't think it would have changed. Anything. Well, Nathan always was a tiger killer, wasn't he? He remained that. <laughs> <laughs> tiger killer before, and he was a tiger killer exactly. during. Fan favorite though. I think he was. They great yeah. relationship with the fans. Chris McCosty joins us, Detroit News on the Tigers. What's your take on this whole season? No fans. You get to hear the umpires. You get to hear, you know, F you, this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> What's your take on all of this? I just want to know as you as a baseball fan, how you like watching these games, how you're covering these games. Well, I'm here. I'm in Chicago. Yeah, I'm covering them. That's but it's, awesome. It's, it's uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't much like it. I don't like the way we do our jobs now with the Zoom interviews. Yeah. No clubhouse access. We can't really even, like, you know, you can't – if something happens in the game kind of away from the camera, you know, a weird play or some oddity that, that I like talking about, sure. I can't I – can't, I can't do it because I can't get in the clubhouse and, and get that guy. You get you get who the uh, obvious interview choice would be after yeah. a game. So that part of it sucks. And, and you talk about – I mean, in the early part, before they started piping in all the fake crowd noise, it was fun to hear the, the hooting and the and – the, the, all the stuff that goes on on the field. That's, that's the best part of baseball. You go to any, any level of no game, doubt. you hear all the, the chatter. It's, it's awesome. But now they pipe in this fake noise. You can't hear it anymore. And we're we're up 
in our little boxes that's far away from everybody because, you know, we will obviously infect people more than anybody else. Us <laughs> reporter types. So I mean, it's not good. It's sterile. It's, it's, um, but like I tell people, man, it's the only thing worse than the way it is now is not doing it. Right. I'd rather have a little bit than none. Me too. Chris, the league you used to cover, the NBA, seems like they got it right specifically now as they, as they go into the playoffs. Are we going to see baseball introduce some kind of feasibility plan on bubbling the playoff teams, yeah. or do you think we're we're just they're not going to have enough time and they're just going to keep rolling the dice as no, is? No, I think they're doing it. I think they're trying. Now, I heard San Diego. I heard uh, Arlington, Texas. Mm. They're they're looking for bubble sites, and uh, that's really the only way they're going to do it. The, the bigger issue before they get to that, though, is you know these teams got to keep taking care of themselves. If I mean the Cardinals are so far behind the games played, how right. that how is that going to manifest itself going forward? What if another team gets stricken like that? I mean, I just feel like this whole thing is just right on the edge, and it wouldn't. It would take one more, probably one more outbreak on a team to maybe torpedo this. Really, that's how fragile uh-huh. it all feels to me right now. You know what I mean? I mean, how? What if another team goes through with Miami and St. Louis? You know, how how are you going to justify going forward? So every day you kind of hold your breath and see what what calamity's coming. Well, let me say this as for the Cardinals, and we'll start with the, the Marlins. A couple of those guys went out. But the Cardinals were caught basically red-handed. A few of them were out, and they shouldn't have done what they did. And they threw the whole balance off. Other teams have to move. They can't play. For, you have to play doubleheader after doubleheader. Shouldn't they have forfeit, forfeited some of those games? Well, I don't know if they should forfeit them. I mean, that's, I mean how are you going to do that? I mean, so, so Cleveland had a couple guys that did that, too. I know. They didn't get they didn't get the full blown outbreak. You know right. what I mean? So, it's, it's, I don't think you can forfeit games. They may lose those games. I mean, those games may end up being not not made up just for the simple fact that you run out of days. You know, and then that's when, that's when you call into the question of legitimacy of the right. Ball. They might win their division yeah, on a percentage the, what points. Was the, what was it? They have to play something crazy to make it up. They got to play yeah, something crazy like fifty like 15, games in like fifty well, days. It was like fifteen double headers or something. Yeah, crazy. so it's eleven double headers in fifty games over like 40, oh god four days or oh, something. Oh come on, man! Yeah. If they don't, win. So if another team has that kind of an outbreak, there's no way they can keep doing. It. They can't. They they just wouldn't. They would run out of days. Literally, run out of days. Well, we hope we'll keep our fingers crossed. Uh, Chris, continue uh, covering these Tigers. We like reading what you're doing and seeing what you're doing. And uh, stay healthy, man. All right, man. You guys, too. I appreciate you. Hey, we'll have you on again. Thank you, man. Enjoy Chicago as much as you can. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Chris McCoskey, Detroit News, uh, Tigers beat. And uh, he's right. But, you know, and there's really no easy way. Because you and me. Ethan, we've had a couple of lunches uh, in, mm-hmm. in Clarence's uh, vacation. Oh, shit. And, we, <laughs> we've talked. <laughs> we've we've no, talked. No, 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 no. Where, where are we eating at? With B-dubs. We're outside. Oh, We're eating we got to get the Freddy's, man. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll have a we'll have a uh, field trip and head on out there. <laughs> uh, you got to get his Freddy mask. He's got his Freddy, uh, the pizza man masks out. He's, he's giving away. Anyway, we talked about these teams like the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they can't forfeit the games because – the teams they're forfeiting them to are are, are winning games, you know that they yeah. didn't deserve to win. But, yeah. th- but they're not going to be able to play all those games. Yeah, they could win that damn division or get well, in a playoffs for if, on a percentage point, well, they, which I they, think is wrong. If they do, they're going to be worn out. I mean, you're talking about no, they might not play sixty games if they play well, fifty it, games. But if you, but just hearing the doubleheader schedule, mm-hmm. man, I mean, that's not that is. I mean, you're talking about like somebody and some of these double headers are, are like back to back to back. Like yeah. you're talking yeah. about six games yeah. in three days. Like 
you you now have to start asking some physical performance and safety issues. I mean, you know what I wanted to ask mm-hmm. him, and I didn't. Why couldn't they have brought up their whole like farm team, quote unquote farm team, to play those games? Oh, that's that's a whole nother whole nother right? thing. Whoa. Why shouldn't they have be, be, done be, that? Because they then have to drop players yep. to add up these players. Yep. Because all these guys that they bring up have to come onto the forty man roster. Right. So you'd have free agent after so free really, agent. This, yeah. There's no way for me to even to yeah. even get this right. No, but, it was not. It, that piece of it was also not very well thought out, mm-hmm. you know. And but, this is also the frustration with the amount of games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and this is, I think, where fans. But can sixty kind of was at, enough. Can we agree on um, that? It was enough. I yeah. don't think. In, I, I mean, to, what, to what they to wanted to do. No, man. I it, it just it baseball is just one of those sports where I understand over that. over time this is like you're going to get over time you're going to get your It's kind of like you said, if you if the if you heard that the NFL was going to play a four-game season, you'd be like, "Come on. You're not going to get the right champion. You're not going to get the right Right. I mean, 60 games is such a small Nothing portion is right about of this what year. of what the season really is. I mean, what what percent is it again? What what percent is 60 up because it's, it's what 162? 60 162. Yeah. And what is it? 12. 30 38 that sounds what's it? percent, give or take, give yeah. or take, right? Yeah. I mean, so we're talking. So if we said thirty-eight percent of an NFL season, we're talking about damn near six games, yeah, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it's just one of those things where, it, what's happening is what my fear was. This this was my fear, and then to bring it all full circle, if our professionals won't do the right thing, you think I expect the damn college kids to do well, the look, right thing? You already said it. Look <laughs> what they're they partying here. already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Oklahoma. He sent not. He did, he sent them home. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley's literally said, "Hey guys, go home for a little bit," <laughs> and they get nine <laughs> positive tests. Like yeah. you have to literally. Sequ- I mean, yeah, they I have think to be people, jailed. That, that, yeah. Yes, they have to be jailed. I mean, we look, man. You have to be in the dorm. You and ain't, have to lock you ain't far removed from being a kid, <laughs> but you coach kids. Yeah, and we have kids, and it's like if yeah, you don't lock you them gotta up. Lock you can, them you can't up. Trust them. Well, and the one thing I did like about the whole Cleveland situation is that. The teammates of uh, Plesak and Clevenger yeah. Yeah. basically said, "We do not accept your apology." Well, because Oliver Perez was the one basically guy. screwed us. Yeah. Well, remember too, man, is it's not just you know. So like the NFL guys, and I'm, I'm trying to remember who it was, but um, was it uh, for the uh, the Patriots who basically just said like, "I just had a baby." Mm-hmm. Like my the baby Hightower, can't make right? yeah can't my my child can't make these decisions for themselves, so I have to be the one to say. Like, no, I'm not putting you in that position. Buster Posey, they mm-hmm. just adopted, you know, twin infants, yep. babies. And they're, he's just like, no. And Did Posey it, call it look off? At, yes. Posey before yep. the, yeah. Okay. He, he, yep. but I lost a, track of But again, playing. he made a decision for his family. For family, but he made a decision for two babies that can't make that call for themselves. And, and, and I love what he said in the interview, which was, if you can't guarantee me 100% safety, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. How about two? And, and then look at what yep. happened, though. Look at what happened. Like Posey looks complete. He looks completely and utterly justified in saying, "I don't." What he basically was saying was, "I don't trust. The, I don't trust these guys to be responsible." So I'm good. Plus, it's a, like it's a wacko season anyway. When it comes down to it, who gives a yeah. damn? Who's the champion? I do. If the Yankees win or the Tigers, <laughs> but no, nonetheless, how about Tuka Rask leaving the Boston Bruins? This is yeah. after he's playing in a playoff game. No, he's basically yeah. saying. I, I can't do this anymore. Yes. I miss my family. Yeah. And 
the, I'm surprised working. there hasn't been more guys leaving well, and you calling just, it quits. You just had Mike Connolly leave the NBA yeah. bubble for the birth of his kid. Right, but I'm and, talking permanent But here. here's what's interesting about that. Fukaraz said, I'm done. I'm I, leaving. He left his team. I wouldn't. If, I were, the, if I were the NBA, I would look and say, I think you need to stay. Because at that point, if I'm Mike Conley, it's like you're now you're leaving the safest place, mm-hmm. statistically the safest one of the safest places yeah. in America no. to go. I'm leaving home. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he understands. I, that. I, I think he I understands know, by going home. There's a good chance he won't be, be coming back. back. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. I forgot who mm-hmm. even plays for. Is it Memphis still? Yeah. No, Utah. 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 That's why he's so he's in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yep. So playoffs basically, right when now. he comes back, there's a good chance Utah might not be in it. You, well, True. they lost. They lost last night. Yeah. So. so Donovan Mitchell gave it everything he had, though. Fifty-seven points. Fifty-seven, man. We didn't need him. He's not. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, though. He's I'd rather have Luke Kennard. Free, free agency wise. Oh. Jesus, if we can go back and talk to Rod Beard, I, I want Donovan Mitchell. Well, we're gonna talk to Rod Beard. I want him on bad. our next show. I want him bad. You had you had a chance at him. Don't 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 <laughs> do that. Who else I want to know where y'all went to lunch, man. Who we, else did we have a chance? We've also had a chance at like Devin Booker. Oh yeah, Devin Booker. Kawhi. Stop. Stop. Oh, oh, my I'm stomach just, hurts. I'm just going with <laughs> those two. Hurts. Just you could stop with Booker and, and and him. Oh my tummy. My tummy. <laughs> did you bring us any souvenirs back from your no, vacation, I didn't, man? I didn't. It really wasn't like that. Oh, okay. I mean, you went away. It's to me. The it's stuff a vacation. that I want to bring you back, I can't really. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Thanks to David and Ellington behind the glass. Uh, thanks to Chris McCoskey for joining us. Tigers are going to be exciting here. Ethan's team for the 2021 season. He might be right. This this punk. Yeah. This guy might be right. Oh, hey, let me. So real quick, real quick. What do I What do I need to see tonight from both? Even if they don't win, what do you, what do I need to Scooble see? Scooball and parades. Scooball, uh, effective breaking ball. Okay. And uh, missing bats. Ooh. Swing and misses. Swing but you misses. heard Chris, Ooh. 50 pitches right. and he's done. Yep. So he better make them good. I think he will. He better make them good. Right. He was amazing in, in, in spring training. He was. I mean, that one game. Uh, he was amazing good. in college, too. Yep. Faced him. And uh, they stole him, didn't they? Ninth round. Ninth round. So Ninth round. Good things happen to those who wait. Thanks to uh, Clarence and Ethan. It's Maz back with more on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Keep it right here.